Now, kids, you know you can do better than that. Good morning, everyone. Hey, okay. So, we're going to have a conversation about enjoyment. A conversation about enjoyment. So, I want to ask this. I want to ask for three volunteers. You're going to stay in your seat, just three volunteers. And you're going to raise your hand so I could see you. All right, so get your, get your arms ready to be raised. Like, let's loosen up the shoulders, okay? All right, loosen them up. All right, Oliver's getting loose, okay? And I want you to tell me about something you really enjoy. Now, I'm thinking about a food, okay? So I want you to tell me about something you really, really enjoy. Ezra, why don't you go first? Say it again. Craft mac and cheese. Anybody else agree? Adults, don't be hating now. Anybody else is like, yeah, that works. That works. I like it. I like it. Alora, what's something you really enjoy? Hold on, let me come to you. Rice and dal and biryani. I'm not going to ask you to explain. I know what it is. If you don't know, you hang out with the Thomases and you'll figure it out. Okay, one more. One more. Somebody maybe? Yes? Daddy's Say it again. Daddy's pancakes. So not just anybody's pancakes. Daddy's pancakes. Okay, you sound like Miss Cass from a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago, right? From Ocean City. Okay, I like that. I like that. So these are something that you really enjoy. Now, I'm curious, right? Are there any other things we enjoy? Like, do we enjoy to play? No? We don't enjoy playing? Like, no one likes to play in the room? This is where you react. Do you enjoy playing? Yeah. Okay. And what do we enjoy playing? Do we enjoy playing video games, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Some of the adults are excited. Yeah, Jameson. Okay. Do, do we enjoy playing outside? Like, at playgrounds, right? How about sports? Levi, we enjoy sports? Yeah, okay. A- anybody enjoy reading? Okay, good. Whew. I was nervous. I was nervous. I thought I was going to get a like, revolt. Okay, it's good. People like reading. That's good. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Does anybody else enjoy playing on a team? Right? Like being on a team, right? Maybe a basketball team or a soccer team. Okay. So these are all the things we enjoy. Now, I want to ask you a question. How many of you enjoy spending time with God? It got so serious. You're all like, everybody else screamed before, but now it's like, the right answer is yes. I know what he wants. He wants me to say yes. I should enjoy God. But that's what our conversation's about today. I think, no, correction, I know that God wants you to enjoy him. Now, how do I know this? Well, anytime I say I know something about God, you can pretty much be sure that I have read the Bible and it's told me so, right? That I've learned a truth about God based on what I have read in the Bible. So I want to go to Psalm 34, verse 8. 
Because I think this is a really good verse to paint the picture about what God wants for us involving him. It says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord, our God, is good. Blessed, happy, fortunate, to be envied is the man who trusts and takes refuge in him. Now, this is not God talking. This is rather somebody who wrote this passage. And after enjoying the Lord several times, they thought that they should share with others that, hey, if you spend time with God, you'll also find that he is good and he is kind and he is everything that you will ever need. So just like the person who wrote this psalm, today I'm here to tell you, okay, that if you spend time with God, Miles, yeah, you, Miles, if you spend time with God, you'll enjoy it. Miles is like, I'm good, I'm going to color. <laughs> Figured I picked the wrong, okay. But if you spend time with God, kids, you will enjoy him because he wants you to enjoy him. He wants you to know just how good he is. Not because the person in the front, the teacher, tells you so. And not just because your parents tell you so. But because you personally have spent time with him, Asher. And afterwards said, that was really helpful. Right? That afterwards, Oliver, you would spend time with him and you'd go, that really felt good. I need more of that. Right? God wants you to have a personal, a you and him relationship, right? And so I'm, I'm having this conversation because the last few weeks, I've been talking to your parents and all the adults about doing the exact same thing. And I thought if it was good to share it with the adults, then why not share it with the most cool people in the room? You know who you are. Family Sunday is different because all the cool people are in the room. And so if we could tell the adults to enjoy God, then it's probably important that we tell the cool people at our church, hey, you should enjoy God too. Right? Now, when we enjoy God, there's certain things that we get, right? When we spend time with God, there's certain things we'll see and we'll enjoy, right, that will make our life better. Now, I'm going to read a list to you, and because of time, I only explain like one or two things, but I want you to do this, right? Here's your homework. For those who are in school, you know what homework is. I want you to spend time with your parents this week reading the list that I'm going to give you now, okay, and asking them to explain to you what these things are, because I think your parents are great teachers, too. So I'm going to read a list to you from Galatians chapter 5, and I'd like you to go over it this week, but I'm going to go over two things, okay? So here's the list. Oop, not that list, sorry. I know why you pulled that list up, but Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. There we go. Okay. So it says, but the fruit of the Spirit, and what it's saying is, when Holy Spirit is around... These are some of the things we'll see, 
Or we can substitute, when God is around, when I spend time with God, here's some of the things I'll enjoy, some of the things that'll be available, all right? It gives this list. It says, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Because I have a room full of kids, I'm not going to try to explain self-control. Parents, that's on you. But this list, all of the things on there, you can have as much, of you, as, much as you want, and there's no rules against it, because it ends by saying, against such things, there is no law. There's no rules about how much self-control you have. There's no rules about how much patience you can have. You could have as much patience, Levi, as a big brother. You could have all the patience you want if you spend time with God. And as a big brother, you might need it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Levi's like, amen. Amen, brother. Need this patience. Big brother life is not easy. Right? Your little siblings are great. But... Everything on this list, you can have as much of it as you want. Now, there's some things in life, though, while they're really good, you can't have too much of it because maybe it might make you feel unwell. Have you ever had a tummy ache in the room? Has anybody ever had an upset tummy? Some of the parents are raising their hands. So I'm going to put my hand up too. But kids, have you ever ate too much of something that you really like and afterwards went, Mommy, Daddy, my stomach, I don't know. It doesn't feel good. So I'm not going to ask you how that experience went because that might get gross. But we know what it is to have a tummy ache because we've had too much of something that's good. The other day, I had too many Doritos. My fingers were orange, my stomach was full, and I realized I'm not a kid anymore. I can't eat like that anymore, right? But there's some things in life that are really good, and you think, I should be to have as much of this as I want. I'll give you an example. How about Libby's bread? Now, Miss Libby is an amazing baker, and I affectionately call her the little brass baker. It's something I'm, I'm coining here. Just in case she becomes big, I want to be the first one to have given her a nickname, right? I'm sure her parents have already given her one, but I look at Libby, and I say she's the little brass baker. And just last night and into this morning, I was eating, eating a piece of sourdough bread that Libby made, and it was Fantastic. It was warm. It had a crunchy texture. It had a pillowy soft inside. It was fantastic. And it wasn't even her best work. Right? I heard that the recipe got a little funny last time, right? Libby, it was a little bit difficult this time, maybe too much water. And yet, the bread was fantabulosis. I made that up. But if I eat too much of Libby's bread, and guess what? I did. I start to feel really heavy, and my stomach feels really stretched, and I get a little tired, like I want to take a nap, because I've had too much of it. But Libby's bread's good, so you might think, well, how can too much of a good thing be a bad thing? 
But some of the stuff we enjoy, while it might be really good, if we have too much of it, we might become really full and tired and uncomfortable and maybe not feel so well. And that's not great. So there's nothing against Libby's bread because Libby, your bread is fantobulosis. I'm going to keep making up a different word every time. But we can't have too much bread. We can't have too many Doritos. We can't have too many cookies. I know you want to, but if you have too many, it might upset your stomach. But with the things that God has to give you, I'm here to say you can enjoy them as much as you want. The things that God has for you, you can enjoy them without limit. Partly because God has so much of it to give you that he will never run out. God has so much patience, he'll never run out. So what is patience? Sometimes in the room, even though I know you're the coolest people here, sometimes you kiddos don't listen. All the kids got quiet. But sometimes you don't listen. And you know that you are really getting close to getting in trouble. You're like, really, like, this is the edge of the step, and if I go too far, I'm going to fall. And you're like, how far can I go over the line? And your parents don't stop loving you when that happens. Your parents might want to discipline you, whatever that looks like. Your parents might want to take away tablets or put you in timeout or whatever it is, but sometimes they're just a little bit more patient with you. So I would describe patience as they've given you just a little bit more space, just a little bit more time, just a little bit more because they don't actually want to punish you. Your parents aren't waking up every morning going, Man, it'd be a great day if I get to punish my kids. Because <laughs> that'd be weird. Your parents don't do that. They don't wake up saying, ooh, I really want to punish Miles. Yes! <laughs> they don't do that. Don't get scared, buddy. I'm playing. I'm sorry, Miles. They don't do that. Your parents love you, but every once in a while, your behavior is not so lovable. Every once in a while, how you're living is not so lovable. And yet, your parents don't stop loving you because of their great patience for you. And guess what? Your parents, while they're great, their patience can run out. Oh, you know what it looks like when your parents' patience has run out. And I'm here to say God's patience for you, guess what? Never runs out. Here's another one. How about this? How about peace? Going back to my big brother situation or big sister. If I got some big sisters in the room, shout out to the big sisters. Sometimes you're doing something that you really enjoy, but your siblings are all up in your face. You're reading that book and they're like, I want to read it too. You're playing that game and they're like, I want to play too. And you're like, go away. 
having fun without you. When that happens, what you're trying to protect is your peace. You're having a moment to yourself. And it's a quiet or calm moment. It's an enjoyable moment. And if anybody else pulls on it, it might get disrupted. And you're saying, I just want to enjoy this moment on my own. This moment of quiet or this moment of gaming or this moment of reading or this moment of whatever. And so you want to protect your peace. And I'm here to tell you, God gives peace better than anybody. This is where, kiddos, you can say, amen. Amen means you agree with me. So if you agree with anything I'm saying, you can say amen. So God gives peace better than anybody. Hey, God wants to give you peace in a world that can be a bit loud, can be a bit annoying, in a world that could be a bit chaotic. God says, I want to give you some quiet time with me that will refresh you, that'll make you feel energetic. I want to give you peace. So as we're starting to wrap up our conversation, I want you to know that whatever God has for you will never run out and you can enjoy as much of it as you want and never get a stomach ache, never feel unwell, never get tired, never get hurt because what God has for you will make your life better, never worse. I want to read one last passage. Is that okay? Can everybody put their finger up? One. Hold me accountable. One last, because I want to read more, but I'm only going to read one more passage. Can we all stay, pay attention for one more? Yeah? All right, let me hear it back. Let me hear yes. Can we all pay attention for one more verse? You sure? Say it with enthusiasm. Can we all pay attention to one more verse? Yeah. Hey, okay, cool. So let's go over to Ephesians chapter 3, because I told you that your stomach will never feel like too full, too hurt. So I want to read to you why I know this, because remember, if I know it, it probably is in the Bible. So here's what it says. May Christ, through your faith, actually dwell, settle down, and abide. Make his permanent home in your hearts. May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on love. Just like I'm standing on this stage, may you be standing on his love. That you may have the power and be strong to apprehend, which means to understand, and to grasp, which means to hold on to, with all the saints, God's devoted people, what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth of it that you may really come to know practically as if like you've experienced it, not just me telling you, that you may come to know, that you may understand through experience for yourselves the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge, that you may be filled, here's the filling part, that you may be filled, make your stomachs really big, that you may be filled unto all the fullness of God, may have his richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. What is that saying? It's a lot of words. It's Amplified C, my favorite translation. What it's saying is that God wants to fill you with all that he's got, 
all that he is. So this type of filling will never hurt your belly. God is saying that I have more to give you, Alora. I have more to give you, Oliver. I have more to give you, Miles. I have more to give you. Everyone in there, there's so much I have to give you. And I want to fill you to overflow. And sometimes we don't have all that God can give us because we've filled ourselves up with other things. But I want to tell you that nothing you could enjoy will ever be better than or will ever replace what God has for you. So I want to encourage you as we close to make some room for God in your life. That if you're too full of other things, that might be even good. That you make some room and say, God, I want you to fill me. Can we say that together? God, I want you to fill me. One more time. God, I want you to fill me. Because he will always answer that prayer. Amen? Let's pray. God, we thank you that you have made yourself available and that you let us enjoy you. God, we're grateful that you love us, that you have patience for us, and that you have given us your peace. God, we pray this week that we would make good decisions and that we would make room for you in our hearts and in our lives. God, please fill us. Fill us to overflow that we might have everything that you have for us. It's in your name we pray. It is in Jesus' name we pray. And all the cool kids and their parents say, amen. All right. So that's the end of our conversation. Thank you for listening. We have one announcement. 